Time to talk Melbourne Cup with an old buddy of mine, Des Coppins. How many Melbourne Cups have you been to? I went to the first, my first Melbourne Cup was a horse called Think Big. It wasn't named after one of Muldoon's policies, but it was a horse called Think Big, and he won in 1975, I think it was. So that's a few haircuts ago, Nick. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was there, I was dark hair there. Um, and I was, uh, I was there and enjoyed myself, but uh, about four, 10 or 11 years later, we started doing our tour parties together, myself and the first lady of racing, Linda Jones. And wow. we um, we did tours together for a long time. And I haven't missed one in the last 29 years. So I've been to 30. Wow. Linda Jones. Linda yeah. Jones, for our listeners out there that don't know who Linda Jones is, Linda Jones was New Zealand's first superstar female jockey. Would that be right? Yeah, you're spot on there. She was basically one of the pioneers. Uh, she uh, heard about three or four other lady riders. Uh, she fought hard. Uh, to get equality in the riding ranks, and uh, her and uh, one or two other people managed to push it through. And uh, the, the, they say the rest is history. And the, uh, I know we're here to talk about the Melbourne Cup, but you know the lady riders actually they 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 dominate proceedings now in New Zealand racing. If you if you look at the premierships right now, uh, probably about fifty five percent to sixty percent of them are in the top ten on the jockeys' table. So they've certainly uh, certainly carved an important mark on the New Zealand racing scene, and Linda Jones was part of that. Wow. She started it. She created she it, really. Eh? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, let's talk about the Melbourne Cup because our punters will be all so excited that you're on the show and you'll be telling them who to, who's going to win. Who's going to win? I'm going to start with that. Who's going to win? Well, it's hard to go past number two incentivise. Um, he's he's the horse on everyone's lips, uh, Nick. He, uh, and for, for very good reason, too. He's, he's It's been an amazing situation, an amazing climb to the top. This horse went last. In a race at a country meeting in Toowoomba uh, in Queensland last March. And since then, he's just gone from strength to strength. And he won the Caulfield Cup uh, with a leg of the year. He just absolutely bolted it. Uh, he blitzed uh, the field and all those horses that finished behind him in the Caulfield Cup. And, and trust me, the Caulfield Cup is normally a good guide for the Melbourne Cup. But I can't see any horse that finished behind incentivised turning the table. So he has to be the number one chance today. And I know he's favourite and no favourite. As short as his, his his odds at two dollars fifty has has won since far lap all, all those all those years ago. So wow, uh, he's got to create a bit of history in, in some respects. But uh, I, I'd be surprised if he, if he if he doesn't do it. He, he's just a he's just a machine. Tell us the story behind Billy. I'm going to say Billy Ocean. Ocean Billy. Why do I say that? Ocean Billy. I just I love the story. Tell us the story. Well, I think actually, believe it or not, you're not far from the truth here because I think the horse was named after Billy Ocean. He was a fan of Billy Ocean's with Bill Pomari, the tra- owner trainer uh, at the time. He uh, when he went the horse, when he bought the horse from the family, he bought the family for nine thousand dollars, and, and now he's got Ocean Billy, who won the Auckland Cup, uh, and uh, now with Chris Waller, the number one trainer in Australia, because uh, Bill couldn't go over there naturally enough. No one can under the circumstances we now live in. But uh, Ocean Billy is will be a wonderful rags to riches story if you happen to do it. Because Bill Pomari, he was living in, a, in his car when he was a teenager uh, around Wellington, uh, and uh, and he wasn't he wasn't actually expected to live either. He had a, he had a, a real rare cancer, uh, but he's fought through. He's fought through. He's broken that that barrier down. And uh, gee whiz, it'll be an amazing story if you have to win it. Uh, I reckon there would be a dry eye in the house in New Zealand if, uh, if Bill Pomari could actually pull it off with Chris Waller with uh, with the Ocean Billy. Tell us your, you, uh, you know, when I think of Des Coppins, I always think of the guy that would tap you on the shoulder and say, this horse or that horse. You know, always give you a, a one that you hadn't 
wasn't really fancied, but you like. Give me that horse for the Melbourne Cup. The horse that I do like at the Melbourne Cup, outside the hot favourite, and if the hot favourite is beaten, I, I like a horse down the bottom of the page, a horse a horse by the, by the name of uh, number 22, float, Floating Artist. Now, Floating Artist, he actually is not the roughest. You'll get about 16 or $18. That's not a bad price. He was a good thing beaten at the Moody Valley Cup two weeks ago. He's got a light weight, 50 kilos. He's got a nice barrier draw. Uh, he's right in at this horse. Uh, he's a Northern Hemisphere-bred horse. Uh, he's been going great guns all the way through, and I think very much a dangerous lightweight. He'll get the two miles. I have no doubt about that. So, really, if, if the hot favourite is beaten and incentivised, I think you can have a look at number 22 floating artist. Okay. The type of horse that could do it. Now, I told the story before. My father, who was a real racehorse crazy, not quite as crazy as you, but a real racehorse guy, he always, for the big ones, Auckland Cup, Melbourne Cup, Wellington Cup, back fifth last start running on. Have we got a fifth last start that you like? Because he always thought the races were a bit longer, the, you know, the big ones were a bit longer, and if you came fifth in your last race, you're ready to win it. <laughs> it's funny, eh? Everybody has lots of, lots of things like that. My brother is actually one of these people who actually runs some strategies and backs a horse that finished ninth at last start. I don't know where that came from. But, um, but uh, a horse that ran fifth at last start, as I just scroll through the page now, uh, I can see Miami Bound, the only horse in the race that ran fifth its last start. It's 150 to 1. So there you go. Maybe I, a gold coin. Okay, no, I've, got to, I've still got to put a fiver each way on that one, Des, for my dad. I've got to do that. Yeah. 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 Do. Hey, Des, always great to talk to you. I haven't seen you for a while, but great to talk to you. And I know that you talked about that hair being a different colour, but still, you've still got the fullest head of hair of any man of your age in the country, I think. Uh, yeah, well, I tell you what, uh, it's been like that since my wife found out what a credit card was. <laughs> Des Coppins, the, I think, uh, Wellington, New Zealand racing expert. Thanks for joining us this morning on News Talks MB Wellington Mornings. Have a great day. I know you're out at the Nine Eye Bowling Club, aren't you? Yeah, well, we've got, we got a couple of hundred people out there. It's a very good complex. I don't know if you've been out there, but it's a very good complex. And uh, they'll, be, they'll be spaced out as, as they have to do. They'll play by the protocol. And, uh, and yeah, about 200 people expected to be out there today. So we'll have a lot of fun. Uh, it's not like being there. But it's a good consolation prize, and, uh, and I just wish all your listeners all the very best. Hopefully they back the winner of the Melbourne Cup this year. Thanks, Des. Des Coppins. Yeah, yeah real legend of, of horse racing in New Zealand.